prepare yourself. You're about to listen to Super Games Cast 64 with your host, Trey Mitchell, and your other hosts, Austin Guttery and Connor Reisenhoover. Five, four, three, two, one, failure! What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Games Cast 64, your one and only podcast talking about all things Dr. Pepper ice cream. Connor, have you had the new Dr. Pepper flavored ice cream? No, I have not. Austin! There's only one man I trust to review it, and I've not heard his review. You so. haven't? No. Well, was he to. off today or was he in today? Uh, he was in today, but he didn't give his review on oh, air. No. So, a I former was very producer, upset Matt Birmingham, with current Super Films Cast sixty four host Jay King for not promoting Super Films Cast sixty four on the Hang Zone Radio Show. It's like I when was another waiting. I was waiting for that. I know. It's like when another guy was on. Uh, the hang zone radio show and didn't promote super games cast 64 i guess everyone's just uh embarrassed by my podcast were you looking at me when yeah, you said i that? was when was i on the hang zone when uh they did the mall thing did the mall thing the mall they did the, the show zone? from yeah. are you talking about from six years ago yeah, six years ago i'm still upset okay still pissed. he loses sleep over it we got, we got zach with a cue here zach how you doing man hey i'm doing great I don't know if this was the first time you were on this show, Zach, but I was listening back to the Breath of the Wild review we did, and you were one of the guests we had on. Ooh, I was? Yeah, back oh. in 2017. So this is his second time on the show. You know, he's been, yeah, second time. Because Mario was on. You're right. One episode. Yeah, right. I haven't been on. No. Mario was on, though. Yeah. Um well, yeah, that was the... Was that Super Mario Odyssey? No, Breath of the Wild. Oh, oh. For, for Mario, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yes. It was probably... Probably. And then, I know we talked about Overwatch in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Zach was on, like, a... Yeah, he was on, like, a few months ago. Yeah, like, a couple months ago. He, he popped on for a second yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. We've had Zach on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Trey, I have tried the Dr. Pepper ice cream. Okay. Should I go get some after the As show? As the ice cream guy... You're the ice cream guy. My official whoa, rating. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Hold on. When did you become the ice cream guy? It's literally my favorite food. <laughs> okay. It's like all I eat. Says the guy who ordered half uh, coffee gelato and half bubble gum. Right. Uh, gelato. That's a level, uh, in the same cup. That is a <laughs> that is a level five ice cream move that you just wouldn't. That have is the that is the horrible. That is the half. That that is the here's the plain thing. pizza half beef of ice cream. <laughs> I couldn't decide between either flavor. Then the lady informed me you get two flavors in one cup. I said great. Put them in there. I'll eat them separately. And I kept a dividing wall where I didn't mix them in between. And I, I had think a that great... you should be required to eat bubblegum in espresso. But I didn't eat like... them together. You're a monster. He did. Yeah, that's you horrifying. ate both of them. Which yeah, means... separately. And they, I didn't eat the part where they touched. That's gross. How does that even work? So Here's... you just ate up to the little line that yeah. was melting in you between them? You just kind of leave a little puddle. 
It's like how you don't eat the booger at the end of the banana. You kind of leave a little. Whoa! What are you booger? At, what the? What, are you at the very bottom idiom? of the banana, there's a little booger. That there you shouldn't don't eat. be any boogers in your bananas tray. At the very tip of the banana. That's that's just a banana. Ma- that's banana material. That's banana booger. And you don't eat. You don't eat the banana booger. I eat the whole banana. You throw it out. I eat the peel too. Okay, so you open up the banana and you take the top off and throw it out, then you eat the banana? No, 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 no. You eat the banana with the peel on, and you just go down the banana, and you know, you remove the peel, and then once you get to like that last part, you, you throw just, that you out. You just said you eat just it with showing the... off. Yeah. No. Here's my review of the Dr. Pepper ice cream. Okay. Nine out of ten. And people are going to support me on this booger banana thing. I tell you. No, they're not. They're not going gonna to shine you. on me. I don't even okay? know what you're talking about. The booger banana. At the very end of the banana. Do you, I'm good okay, going there's a banana. banana. Yeah. Go open it and let I don't me want see. to open that banana. That's my breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> send me a picture one. tomorrow. Okay, I'll send you the picture of the booger. Uh, nine out of ten. Uh, out Urban out of Dictionary ten. says the stringy shit left on a peeled banana. Yeah, that's yeah. the stringy shit. No, not, not the, the stringy. Tip. Okay, the, the end, the little... Even tip. monkeys hate banana boogers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, banana boogers suck. So there's a little tip at the end of the... Yeah, there's a little mushy thing at the very end. It's gross. I'm going to eat it. Don't eat it. I think you're being a little baby. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't think this is a real thing. I'm going to prove to you it's a real thing. It only has three upvotes on Urban Dictionary, so... Yeah, and they're probably all from Trey. Yeah. Austin. Yes. Give your review of the Dr. Pepper ice cream. I just gave it. We're not cutting all of that out. No, give it again. I didn't hear it. It's a nine. Nine out of ten? Yes. Okay. It's fantastic. Good. It's so good. Should I get some tonight? Probably. Okay. If you want to be a big old fatty. I do want to be a big old fatty. Then get it. Why don't you just get a whole crate of it? I will. I will. Pig out. Piggy out. We'll do that. It's uh I think it's better than the Whataburger version. Um and it's at home. That's my review. All right. So, uh we have Zach here to talk Overwatch, the Overwatch scandal, the controversy, controversy, as Gordon would say, Connor. But before that, we're going to talk about what we've been playing, and I think it's one game we've all been playing, right? One game. Yeah. Yeah. One game. What is that game, Austin? Seal. Seal? Uh, I think it might be The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. I I don't think I can listen to my regular podcasts anymore because they keep talking about Zelda. Like and it just makes me want to go play Stormfront it. and stuff. Yeah, Stormfront podcast, yeah. Okay. The Breitbart Weekly. Yeah, yeah, all those. Side scrollers. Uh-huh. Yeah, Connor. That's another podcast that exists. Uh why aren't you playing it? I've been Ubering a lot. I've been working okay. a lot. Why don't you okay. play while you Uber? That's a good idea. Prove so, to me that you've Ubered and tell me one Uber story from this week. Um, Any freaks? I haven't been talking to many people. There was a guy pro- being propositioned yesterday who just would ke- he kept talking and we got into some politics, even though he said he didn't want to get into politics. And okay. Let me hear never, those hot opinions he shared never, with you. It's, it's always very much like, man, both sides, they're just... Enlightened centrist. They're killing stuff, you know. And, what were his thoughts on CIA? Ken Paxton asking for the current Speaker of the House in Texas to resign? He never mentioned that. For being that. a drunk. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> mention that. 
Mm. Okay. <clears throat> That's a story. Uh, I picked up a, a a woman from a trailer home. You know. Mark that. It was one of those like uh, mobile home communities. And Can I, you pause your, parks? Pause <laughs> yeah. your story really quick because I have a question. Uh-oh. <laughs> On a scale, single to double wide, how hot was she? <laughs> oh, she was a double wide, dude. Does, she was pretty hot. She was like okay. RH. She okay, was, was she trailer park hot or was she like yeah, actually it, it hot? It was like a – no, no, she was really cute. And I think she did this – I asked her, uh, hey, so why a mobile home and not an apartment? Hey, why trailer parks? <laughs> hey, why are you poor? <laughs> no. It was a mobile community. It wasn't a trailer park. It was like they were... Like an RV thing? Oh, like she no, was like, it was like she was a like mobile tra- home. That's it was like her generational home. wealth is hard to build. <laughs> Trey, that's a trailer park. Well, she said uh, it's you know you can own it. You have the privilege of owning it, not renting. Uh-huh. It's about the same amount of money. Yeah, most people own their yeah. mobile homes. That's cool. Their trailers. That's interesting. So you're gonna go back to her shack? No, it's over. Oh, it's all over. She yeah. offered you meth. No, I did. I did pick up two women that I think might have been meth heads because they kept talking about meth. They kept talking yeah. about getting arrested <laughs> and getting out of jail constantly. Okay, why'd you assume it was meth though? <laughs> they looked like they were taking something. They didn't okay. look too well. Beauty pills. Maybe they maybe? were taking. Maybe they're taking prayer from the Lord. Yeah, yeah don't Trey, know about that. True beauty comes from inside. They might have been homeless, too. I don't know. But they were taking an Uber? Yeah, you can do that. I think you see how that story, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're doing you the can. pro bono lifts, right? <laughs> Pretty much. More like with Trey pro boner lifts. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's everyone been playing? Talk Zelda. <laughs> so I haven't really been playing, playing too much. So you guys talk Tough. about it while I Everyone's go blow trying. my nose. Uh, Zach doesn't want us to spoil yeah. anything. This is going to be spoily free. Yeah. Spoily free. Don't talk about any things you've been exploring. I'll keep it light. Well, I'm going to talk about some stuff I've been exploring, but I'm not going to reveal anything. You uh, went to the hot zone I first, went to the hot right? zone. I went to the hot house, the fire temple. Finished that. I've just been dilly-dallying in the Elden region doing all the Goron stuff. Uh, I saved the town. Wait, Goron's in this one too? God, yeah. man. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Link is in this one too, by the way. Dude, no, he's not. He's he's doing stuff. He's living happily ever after. You're thinking Zelda, of Zelda. Right? Zelda is the princess. The The little green guy is Luigi. Oh, what's yeah. The, what's and the then... hot blonde guy? Talking about Groose? Yeah. He's not in it. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Star's update? Yeah, it's 4 to 0. 4 0. Um, uh, and so I've just kind of been wandering around till I find my way to the next little point on the map where Zelda said to go. Uh, and I did a really fun quest in the underground where you have to give this guy his four eyeballs back. Uh, and so if you find, if you find that guy, uh, do that quest because it's really fun. You get some good stuff. What guy? Uh, I, I instead went to the bird people land. Okay, the Rito village. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you might be careful with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went to that village and. Uh, I'm a little gun shy from uh, the film's cast, so. Oh, so I went to that film? village and it's, it's burr cold there. Oh, and we yeah, got to yeah. investigate and find out why it's so cold. I and bet I you had to wear fly some around. special pants or something, huh? Yeah, you got to put on some special pants yeah. and a special shirt. Eat okay. some spicy food. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got to cook that spicy meat. You know, if you hold a, a sword 
with like a like a fire ruby in it, <laughs> then you, you can you can keep warm. Oh, really? Because mm-hmm. I have a one of those fire ruby. Uh, well, just a ruby. If you attach a ruby to a sword, if you fuse it, it'll let you fling fireballs. Pretty sick. Yeah. That was the part I was looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. We probably shouldn't do any gameplay spoilers for Zach. Uh, so I accidentally no uh, gameplay spoilers anymore. Fine. Uh, anyway, I'm just running around. I'm diving in and out of the air. I'm exploring the underground. It's like Minecraft. Uh, no, yeah. This is like Minecraft. I thought it was just a sky. Wait, there's underground too. Uh, Zach. All right. All right. Oh, take the map. I take the phones off. We can, uh, we can only discuss I, things that are on the cover art. How about I that? I got to see yeah. <laughs> in a in a throwback scene. I got to see Hot Ganon. Ooh, oh, I yeah. haven't seen that. Oh wait, guess what? He's pretty sexy. He's sexy. Is that? I Does think he makes Link his twink. He got long hair. Yeah. He got long red hair. He oh, got long yeah. red beard. He got big old barrel chest. Uh huh. So I think the Zach same literally that... did take his headphones off. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I didn't want to hear how sexy he was. I want to experience this for myself. That's a good call. I think yeah, after yeah, you beat great. your first boss, the same cutscene plays probably just with different yeah, characters. Because I, I, I had a similar one with the Gorons. It's probably that's probably what it yeah. is. Cutscenes to this are great, by the way. Uh, also, this uh, map is huge. I mean, yes. map is the same size as last time, but underground being the same size as uh-huh. top side map is crazy. Plus some stuff in the sky. It's wild. Yeah, there's a sky by the way, Zach. Do you feel like you're exploring the uh, sky, the ground, or the other area more? Uh, Probably the ground because you have to do work to get to the other two. Yeah, you I have like, no cart and stuff. I'm enjoying finding my like navigating through the pitch black darkness of the underground and lighting those like light roots. Uh, the roots, sack earmuffs. Yeah, there's roots, um, but it's great fun. Zach, have you played any of it? Yeah, I I did Tutorial Island. I got to the first town. Mm-hmm. I did, and then I like went up. You know, yeah. I saw Zelda for a split second, and she was nice. gone. And then I just been doing the shrines around there and like some little side quests. Um, and uh, that's as far as I am right now. That's so, kind good of... thing you're going to Key West. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm bringing it there, and I'm gonna have some freaking Zelda time because yeah, it's a lot been a lot been going on in the the L life over here, you know? Yeah. So. I've been... It's a, very, I, I it's need a very good game. I need mm-hmm. to play more. Oh, it is really good. It's so polished. Uh, do you have the news story, Connor, about how the game was finished last year? Or should we uh, probably. I have several Legend of Zelda stories. Okay. Yeah, it was finished last year, but they took a year to polish it. Yeah, which, well worth it. I really haven't noticed frame rate dips, really. I've seen them, like, the only time I've seen them is when I'm using Ultra Hand on, like, five different objects. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's very seldomly. Uh, like, the people who are going to bitch about that are people like Nick, who are, if it doesn't run at 500 <laughs> frames a second, like, every second you're I mean, playing. I have seen it, but it just yeah. doesn't bother me that yeah, much. Yeah, same. And, and, and yeah. I'll, I'll say that for it's a lot switch. of games. Yeah, right. like, I'd yeah, rather it's have... not. The, it's not on the PS5. Yeah. I'd rather have the portability and have the game just, like, <clears throat> function smoothly like and just have a few frame rate dips here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, like, my Switch is... Uh, mine's chugging along. Mine's, like, it's from Spain. day one. Yeah, it's from Spain. Uh, I had to get it off of Amazon Spain, like, get it during launch day. 
And El Swift. It also like survived a flood too in my apartment and oh, got a little wet. Yeah. So like I don't know. There's just it just doesn't run as smoothly switch. as it should. Yes, it is. So um, it I'll get some drops here and there, but I mean it doesn't like really affect the gameplay. If I was like in a boss battle, and then all of a sudden I'm like you know lagging out like in the middle of the you know and I die because of it, I'm gonna be like, dude, what? The yeah. Mm-hmm. But like you know that's. That's really about it. Like, okay, yeah, I'm spinning the camera around. Of course there's going to be some frame drops. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I've only ever seen it go from 60 to 30, never, like, you know, down to 5 or 2 or something like that. Yeah. Great job, uh, Ionoma. Ayatola. That is an 80s reference that no one understands, Trey. Um, there's another game that's out called Humanity that I've been wanting to get my hands is on. that the lemmings. Civ clone no it's the lemmings like game on playstation where you control just a bunch of humanity and like a puzzle oh i am thinking of humankind no yeah humankind uh, humanity. oh it's actually the game where you play and you live in a one-person apartment and you drive a bunch of uber and you do <laughs> just, several podcasts with your friends mimics your life uh yeah that's that would be a horrible game okay this actually looks a pretty horrible cool. life uh yeah, you control, like, you control like huge crowds. Yeah, and get them to. And there's. I like have puzzles. it. So after this, I have it. If you want to test it out, we'll get some Dr Pepper ice cream. Ice cream, and then we can and we'll play, play humanity, and then we'll play some Zelda it. and then review it. Okay, that sounds like a date. Uh, I'm excited to play more Zelda. I think what I want to do is just do some dungeons, get my hearts and stamina up, do some of the side quests around. You a heart guy or explore. stamina guy? Uh, I think hearts right now because I'm getting my ass kicked. Yeah. I'm making, I'm making, uh, I'm trying to make cool builds. I, I haven't really been fusing that much. Trey's trying to make those, uh, fire spewing penises. Hell yeah. He's really trying to figure it out. Uh, I, and I've, I've heard like you get more tools as the game goes on. So that's yes. good. There's a fun, Zach, do you have the fifth ability yet? Uh, I have fusion. I have ascend. Picking shit up. I got ascend. Yes. And um, oh yeah, I did get that recently. And I, I think that's the last one. There's a fifth one as well. Well, yeah. There's one spot on my wheel. Okay, I won't empty. reveal it then. Okay. Uh, spoiler: One of them is the ability to take pictures, which doesn't. Oh yeah, count. one is a camera. <laughs> oh, I got the amiibo ability too. Oh yeah, same. Got same. That what is well. the amiibo ability? Uh, it gives you like crates. Yeah. That there's you get like, yeah, outfit. There, the new one gives you like a blueprint for like a glider, oh, nice. like a special one, and uh, then oh. they give you fish and meat and you know other ingredients that you don't really have to like go around. In for Breath of the Wild, it would give you like a classic Link yeah. costume, like, and so that's what I wore the whole time was like the Ocarina of Time green outfit. And he just hummed that to himself. Yeah, one of them gave you like a special mount too, like yeah. Uh, but it was always sold out because everyone wanted it. If you pre-purchased the DLC from Breath of the Wild, one of the things you got in your special DLC crate was just a red T-shirt with the, the Nintendo Switch logo on it that Link could wear, <laughs> and it was really weird and out of place. <laughs> hey, just I, I just throw in one of those me shirts, you know? <laughs> like, well, we're loving it. I mean, we are loving it. Pa, 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 loving it. Okay. No, it's um, good. I can't wait to play it more this weekend. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to play more. Uh, well, let's punch up some news while Trey's on Instagram. Oh, uh, there Connor, he, goes. he got caught. 
Uh, let's do some news. Oh, do the it's new your idea. New song. I can always cut and edit. I am God. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Austin needs to do a new song. Zach, give me a song to do for the news. So I give you like an existing song, and yes, then you, and you I will that, okay. the tune. I use my um, genius improv abilities to refit it. Rasputin. Go go Gamescast news. Here we go. It's Gamescast news. We got the stories from Connor and Trey. They got stories about PlayStation Five, and here comes Xbox and Switch all day. There you go. <laughs> Fantastic. Forever news. I'm going to listen to that on repeat all night, maybe. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Connor, you look like Rasputin right now. He does. Thank you. I look like I can cure your Connor, uh, my, uh, case of bleeding. I was, I was on Google Pictures <laughs> the <laughs> <Okay>. other day. <laughs> and I was just hanging out, you know, surfing the web, <laughs> just on, uh, the web on, my <laughs> pictures. on my Google Can't Pictures, go- on my, my phone. Okay, and it Grandpa, was, keep it was, going. Uh, Doing like, hey, is this the same person? And it showed you in a picture of Jesus. I had. <laughs> is this the same person? It also had I'm one confu- of uh, Spencer. Yeah, and used- it had Spencer and Ryan Gosling. Is this the same person? Connor needs this <laughs> thing explained to him. So Google Photos, it recognizes faces, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like Apple Photos, and be like, uh, and so it'll it'll give pictures that are either like blurry or kind of out of focus, or like that it can't tell but it thinks is somebody, and it'll be like. Hey, here's a uh, here's a picture. Is this Connor? We think it is, and you answer yes or no, and then you like place who it is. And so sometimes it'll just grab like celebs pictures you have in your phone. So like, yeah, he thought a picture of Ryan Gosling was Spencer, and it was like it was like Ryan Gosling and Dry. Yeah, and it was like, is this Spencer? That's how it was. It's Spencer. No, if you looked at the Google image search, if you were on Google Photos, Google, you would probably know that this is a popular Ryan Gosling photo. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a scam. <laughs> it does sound like a scam. But Connor is Jesus, and Spencer is literally Ryan Gosling, and and Adam uh, is Michael Scott in The Office. So. I can see that. Yeah, big nose. Yeah, you know, child. Who am I? you look like Charlie Day. Yeah, you are Charlie Day. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Charlie Day. Austin Charlie is Day, uh, that rapist, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I look like his brother too. So why don't okay. we use that one? All right, from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Okay. I who do I look like? Uh, the guy from the, the cover guy of Bully. Bully. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Guy on the, cover of Bully. the franchise go. director of Nintendo's Legend of Zelda franchise says that Tears of the Kingdom was ready for launch more than a year ago, but held for polish to make sure that nothing disappointed fans at launch. And you know what? And that's what we like. Yeah. Maybe more it. studios should do that. Bethesda. Uh, Anuma said. Numa said that his development team was caught off guard earlier in the year by a perceived lack of enthusiasm, um, which resulted in a second gameplay trailer uh, in February, and that resulted in the 13-minute demonstration at the end yes. of March. Yeah, because they didn't really show much as the leading up to the game, you know? But I think that's, like, why we like it, right? Yeah. Like, whenever I stood on that, like... You know, a little glider thing for the first time. If I'd saw that in the trailer, I would have been like, "Yeah, oh yeah, I saw that." But like, it was cool, you know, like simple but mm-hmm. elegant. Mm-hmm. 
They knew what they were doing there. Uh, I think they did. I mean, the expectations for this series are always going to be sky high. Literally. I think it's really interesting that he felt like there wasn't enough enthusiasm for the game, so much so that they were like, we'll just double our effort to get people hyped for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Which well, kind of out of sight, out of mind, right? Like you don't hear yeah. about it for a long time, and it's just like, yeah, they'll come out with it eventually, I guess. Mm. And you know, it's like you kind of had to start showing some clips and some cinematics, and you know, some gameplay or something, just well, yeah, to get people the, like talking and thinking about it. The first trailer was what four years ago? It was like twenty nineteen. Yeah, and so it. I Pretty mean, pandy. COVID probably put a through a big wrench into yeah. it, but still, like people have been itching for it. Connor, are you itching? Uh, no, but he went on to say <clears throat> that uh, Ocarina of Time was foundational when it launched on the N64, but Nintendo found its closed format restricting from a design standpoint. So Breath of the Wild didn't have temples. There were temple-like structures in the Divine Beasts, but it didn't have a lot of the same stuff. Uh, but despite the pushback, the Breath of the Wild open world structure and experimental game design is probably going to be the bl- the blueprint going forward for the rest of the games. I love Breath of the Wild, and I get that the Ocarina of Time format is restricting, um, but I, I think the pendulum swung a little too far, and they took everything out that kind of made Zelda, gave it its charm, made, made it what it is. They're swinging a little back with this, with the actual temples and stuff now, but I hope we get some sort of happy medium because I enjoy the the open world and crafting and exploration aspect, but mm-hmm. I would love a little more structure. Sure. Um, I mean, I haven't gone gotten that far into the game, so I don't know if this they have this, but I just... I remember playing Skyrim and like just coming upon a doorway. Ooh. Coming <laughs> upon a doorway. Trey really likes just a well constructed door frame. <laughs> and being like, oh, there's this intricate puzzle like dungeon in here. And I'm like, this would be great if this was like Zelda. And we must have been playing different really... games because I never thought that any of Skyrim's stuff was like uh intricately see, done. I just thought yeah. well no, yeah. it wasn't but it was the <laughs> The, the dungeons themselves weren't intricate like they uh, but i'm thinking like yeah the the magic of co- like kind of coming into a cave <laughs> what going into a cave <laughs> all right Fine. so versus the door now it's a cave going into a cave discovering him not coming you're gonna discovering a cave the magic of coming into a cave the magic of discovering a cave and going a hot dog down a hallway <laughs> jesus christ that's You're the, the one who's busy coming everywhere. Th- that's the title of this week's episode, The Magic of Coming Into a Cave. <laughs> the Magic of Coming Into a Cave, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I wish there was more of that. Where they're, like, the intricate, fun puzzle areas weren't, like, designated spots you go to where you could, like... God, I guess that phrase doesn't where you come upon like yeah. a yeah like, yeah Austin <laughs> something in the wild that is like as intricate as like I mean yeah. I guess that's what the shrines kind of are yeah but it'd be nice to have them integrated into the world yeah. a little more yeah 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 I think so but I think but again so it, the the one thing that they have in this that they didn't have in the other one or at least I don't remember you can just you can just find a random cave that's not connected to anything but yeah. does actually have value in it yeah. so yeah, yeah again I haven't really gotten that far so. Spoilers. Maybe there is that. And the underground, I think, kind of works the same way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
I I hope we in between. So if they make this format the standard, I hope in between these big releases we get some sort of like handheld Zeldas where they're you know smaller, maybe two and a half D overhead view, where it's like a classic format that they can crank out in like a year and a half. What do they even do for a third one of these? Uh, well, I mean, this story will. I think next year. Right? Close. What? Next year probably will come out. Yeah, yeah they'll have a they'll have a Breath of the Wild every year. From well, now I on. mean, but like, what do they what do they do? They've done okay. Now we're doing three layers. Well, they're probably going to move on from this map and stuff. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, they'll they'll do something like Wind Waker or Spirit Tracks where it's in another. I did do a or... chat GPT. Give me a review of the new Zelda game, uh, Winds of the Sea. It's like the Breath of the Wild sequel, but C. Maybe they do do a C thing. Doo-doo. Doo-doo. What are they doing? Well, they did uh, Link Between Worlds was pretty cool. Where, yeah, like, I love that. That was one of my favorite ones. Me where too. The dark I mean, world. You're essentially going through. Yeah, there's like different worlds. And then you're also like not just going between the worlds, but you're literally like having to go between the worlds like when yeah. it comes to like, on you know, wall. being on the yeah. walls and you know, like that. <sighs> Your child. Uh, that game has the best Zelda design in it, and it's the one they used for uh, Smash Brothers. Superior Zelda design. My opinion. It's very uh, good. Speaking of, uh, Tears of the Kingdom is really pushing people to try and find out if Zelda and Link are dating. Ooh. I mean, they're fictional characters, so... I thought that they were always dating. Or is or is Zelda Link's she, beard? He is her most trusted knight. I don't know if he's plowing. Yeah, her. I think they're FOBs, baby. They're like yeah. friends with Benny's. Yeah, a little on the side, a little sugar yeah. on the side. Is this the story where uh, the one of the Nintendo executives had to confirm Link's heterosexuality? No, the voice actor said uh, the voice actress for Zelda said as a voice actor. Uh, looking at the overall relationship between Z- Link and Zelda over the ages, I personally love the ambiguity and that if there is something that's left to us to determine, I guess in my own life I can respre- respect and celebrate relationships that aren't conventional. It also dodges the ending, and you're always wondering what might occur which keeps the relationship active. Mm. So, And then she said something about them like being in love, and then she clarified on Twitter... Uh, the quote I gave was, as a voice actor looking at the overall relationship, I personally love the ambiguity, does not imply that Link and Zelda are a romantic couple. The quote means that we're all in different types of relationship with friends, family, loves, colleagues, pets, trees, dubious food. I'll it's not up to also. me to determine. It's the same deal as Mario and Peach. It's like, is there a romantic thing? I think that's more professional? concrete. That's no, no she's, she was marrying Bowser. Yeah. Yeah, know? what's concrete about it, Trey? Where yeah. would you point to the? I, I I think that is more of a they're dating. What gives you that idea? She's making cakes for him, dude. <laughs> that was <laughs> that dude. was that line was delivered very uh, Walter from uh, Big Lebowski. <laughs> She's making cakes for him, dude. I can get you a toe. <laughs> uh, I I think she just wanted him to. Come in her castle. I don't think that there was, <laughs> or cave, so to speak. so to speak. Yeah, I don't know. I think they are. Well, in the movie, Bowser gets mad because right. they're well, and a Luigi couple. is dating Daisy. Daisy, and then Wario is dating Waluigi. Right, is the lore? <laughs> yes, yes, the lore states. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Link is 
Birdo and Yoshi are dating? Yeah. No. I guess. What about Link and Groose? Well, obviously. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're character. all dating in that game. Yeah. You know what I am disappointed about? What? We haven't had enough Tingle recently. And I am uh, glad Tingle is a pervert. Does Tingle creep you out? Tingle is not. He's a perv. Not a fan of Tingle. Yeah, I think they don't use him as much because it's kind of like, wasn't the joke that like, oh, is he gay? Like, I don't know. Tingle's character a... reminds me a lot of the pig from uh, Dragon Ball. Ulong, oh, just a big perv. <laughs> yeah. Like, Tingle would also wish for panties. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Save the world, though. He did. Next. So, time. if you watch the uh, dubbed version, he wishes for just soft panties. Right. <laughs> Are you watching the dub? Yeah. Okay, it's a good dub. Uh, Overwatch 2's director apologized for the game's big cancellation. Should and we do this as what? the last story so they can have the conversation? We can bleed right into Zach's bit. Yeah. Sure. So let's, sorry. Move on. Uh, Move Blizzard. on. Blizzard's starting to use AI oh. to help generate concept art for game environments. Uh, I mean, well, that's Quote, unquote, Prepare to be amazed. We're on the brink of a major evolution in how we build and manage our games. That's why we don't like Blizzard. Uh, it's an I, AI I I, image generation this, platform. This is what's going to happen with AI. It's being okay. used to help generate concept <laughs> art for game environments as well as characters and their outfits. AI implements implementations from everything from autonomous intelligent in-game npcs to procedurally assisted level design to voice cloning game coding and anti-toxicity well trey apparently is the authority on it and he has something to say about it it's bad <laughs> okay all right next topic <laughs> Uh, Nintendo's facing a lawsuit over quote unquote <laughs> immoral loot boxes in Mario Kart Tour what is in those loot boxes that makes them immoral? Stop First off, Trey, it. tell me everything you know about Mario Kart Tour. Go. Well, they have the blue shells, which is just another piece of woke socialist propaganda bringing down the people who are more successful. So the underlings, the little people who can't work hard enough they don't work hard enough they're not talented as the people in first place those blue shells are just socialist propaganda to take those hard-working americans out so the mario the, kart the leeches mario kart is very socialist yeah the it's way socialist it so that's why it's disgusting connor nintendo's free-to-play mobile spinoff uh, contains spotlight pipes uh, which were loot boxes with undisclosed odds that players could use real-world money uh, to get in-game upgrades and items. They removed them last year, but they are facing a class-action lawsuit from a father who said his kid ended up spending more than $170 oh, using a credit card connected to the game. Change. I thought you were going to say like $170,000. $170, whatever. Do you have $170? Yeah, I do, actually. Okay. Yeah. I do spend it on spotlight pipes. That's 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 a bit much. Like I get the what's what's Kirk's story. The kid that 
purchased like 300 uh, I believe he lost his oh, yeah. remote in the washing machine. <laughs> no, that's another Kirk story. No, Trey's obsessed or Kirk is obsessed with that story where the kid ordered like 30 hamburgers on Uber Eats or whatever and he wants Adam to do it on the news and Adam won't do it on the news. <laughs> what an odd story to be obsessed with. Well, Kirk is an odd guy. Hey, but did they ever him. find his puffy jacket? Did they? His vest? I don't yeah. think so. I think it's gone forever. Dang. Hey, do you have $270 to spend? Because you can buy a Lego Pac-Man arcade machine made Bought of 2,600 uh, pieces. Does it actually work? Yes. I already bought it. Um, I have maybe an unpopular opinion Uh-oh. about Pac-Man. Okay. I think it Go ahead. kind of sucks. I think I'm with you. I think I... it's difficult and not fun, and it's annoying i think most arcade games kind of suck uh, yeah except for Konami uh, track and field which i played a lot this okay weekend. the ones that i like are galaga galaga's yeah. fun yeah uh burger time yeah burger time's fun i like and the i like centipede michael jackson's moonwalker okay <laughs> <laughs> big doug's up there too and big I, doug is actually i don't i don't count like Street Fighter or like games that are also okay. Why would you stuff. single those that's out? That's like the that's like yeah. I know it's a quintessential like arcade game. Arcade game. So Trey only counts games that he doesn't like as arcade. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Uh huh. I'm thinking of like classic arcade games like you Pac Man, Cubert, like and Cubert. No. What about Q- Altered Q-Bert. Beast? What is that? I'm more of a Primal Rage guy. Is that a monster Primal made completely Rage. out of feces? Yeah. I like no, Rage. Altered Beast is a game. Uh, that's a Rise from Your Grave game. It's, uh, Altered Beast. Yeah. Uh, uh, what I've about uh, been into... Rampage? Rampage is good. It's Rampage okay. is good. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. They made a movie of it. You know what? I do like the Simpsons uh, game as a classic. Uh, that game kind of sucks. It's a classic. It, I think that game sucks. <laughs> yeah, so I think the if Ninja you went... Turtles game. It's basically the same. I think if game. you went and played it right now, you would hate it, Trey. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, it sucks. But I like looking at it. <laughs> okay, it well that's all what you say. <laughs> Yeah, as we have being is, a child. You you know you have hundreds of hours of Simpsons TV shows you could look at. That's true. I yeah, I'm not a big arcade guy. Like that's I've never really liked arcades. I like if Trey was one, like but... five years older. He would 100% be big arcade guy and big, big Ninja Simpsons Turtle guy. guy. He would be Simpsons are my personality guy. <laughs> like if I was me. Jake's age. Yeah, if you were just slightly older, you definitely would be. Oh, I love The Simpsons. I like The Simpsons Trey all right. Sims I have nothing Simpsons. against The Simpsons. Trey would be wearing an Eat My Shorts shirt I, I, I watched a lot of Simpsons back in the day. I used to buy the DVDs. Oh, yeah? And Name them. every episode. Uh, Bart does the thing. Lisa <laughs> plays the sax and does something smart. Damn, he got Maggie's it. a baby. Homer does something dumb. You know what? Uh, we had a conversation. Speaking of babies, we had a conversation this weekend about why it's illegal to marry babies. <laughs> You and who, Jebediah? <laughs> no, just another guy we play disc golf with. Like he was, was he like, "Why illegal to marry babies?" Why does he want to marry a baby? He said he, he doesn't, but he just was wondering why it's illegal. Because then you could have sex with a baby, no consequence. You can't marry a child. Yeah, I agree. I was arguing that the reason is that the baby can't consent. No, <laughs> not at all. Why, what was his argument on why you should? He, he just, wasn't arguing for or against. He was just asking a question. He was genuinely just asking the question. Like, he had never thought about it before, and then he just asked it out loud. 
But it's a, oh, yeah, it's I a, guess they can't really think about the future and right. like it was you know most, how that would impact my life and stuff. It was the most like I just took a huge bong rip and it was like, hey, how come you I feel like yeah, I feel like your answer is five seconds after your question. And you know what? I gave him an answer five seconds after the question yeah. and we just moved on because he was like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, it was just like a we were talking about something and then he was just like why can't you marry babies? <laughs> Dude, I really like babies. I mean, it's just one of those things where you like socially dissociate, and it's like, wait, how, how is money real? It's just paper we give each other. It's just oh, one of those things. Go where it's like, wait, we just said we can't like put a like declare a piece of paper on a baby. I always, I always do. Wait a minute, my name is just a bunch of syllables strung together. What does that even mean? What does it even sound like? What, what, why is that? A thing. Why is your name a thing? Again, I'll show you this Wikipedia page that whenever I have uh, things like that. Yeah. R- remember this Wikipedia page? Why is there Why there is anything at all? Yeah. Why is there anything at all? I don't know. Uh, Miles Morales is not going to have co-op. Oh, you mean that Spider-Man 2. That's what I said. Yeah, you said Miles Morales. Spider-Man 2 is not having co-op. I'm Pray. fine with that. I'm fine with that. It doesn't Why would you want off. that? That would suck. Because I think people got excited because you're going to be able to play as Peter Parker or Miles Morales in this next game, and people thought Dude, that would co-op. suck. Yeah, that would be great. so bad. It wouldn't be great. I mean, I feel like those games, though, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play single player. Like the like, I already have a tough time playing single player games, and like that Spider-Man game for... is fantastic, though. Yeah, it, I've I've seen game. it. I'm just never going to buy it. Never it gonna sucks. Pick it up. And 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 that's the problem. It's like I would love to play it with like my fiance or something, and like sit down on the couch and like you know hang out together and like you know do like some co-op shit because it's like not high stress. You know, crack open a bottle of wine, play play some freaking Spider-Man. But like that's not it. Like we were looking forward to playing like the new Halo Infinite campaign that's supposed to be co-op, but that is not. Mm -hmm. Canceled. I guess yeah, yeah. I, I guess if you have a significant other it's you're probably more inclined to play a, a co-op kind of yeah. game that'd be more yeah I, I could see that that makes a lot of sense I I'm I, I have no friends or family so I have to play only single player that's my burden well then it's perfect for you yeah, so, yeah it's perfect yeah. for me yeah. so yeah I'm not buying it but yeah I yeah. think you'll you'll probably buy off that shelf yeah I love it can't wait I love the I love the uh, traversal in those games, Connor. Every day with this fucking traversal. Hey, Trey just loves moving around in games because he's so unable to move around in real life. I'm know? like Brendan Fraser's the whale. <laughs> yeah, Connor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm sending a text message to my wife telling her that the cookies that she made were delicious. Oh, apologize. He's Look trying at to. You. He's just trying to score tonight. No, he can't. He knows he can't. She has a chest. Microsoft a could start trading ad views for time slices of games. What sorry? does that mean? Well, let me tell you. I'm sorry. Time slices. Yeah. We've been. We talked about how we're experimenting with other models. Uh, other than Game Pass. Like, what does it mean for advertising in games, which is more prevalent on mobile? Are these models something that will work well in the PC and console? Are there other models where you might have time slices of games and stuff like that? What does that mean? 
Uh, that means that you would have to watch an ad and then you can play X amount of a game. Uh, so, like, it would be for free, though, right? So it's a free or game. Or yes. is it a game you paid for and you then have to watch uh, ads? He is specifically talking about, I think, like, a, imagine, like, the Peacock free version or, like, the Hulu free version. Okay. Where you're able to watch some stuff for free, but you have to do ad stuff. Yeah. So, so what they are, like are in the middle of a boss fight, and then no. So this this tease comes a few months after uh, some Game Pass players uh, in a Spanish language survey were asked questions and their interest for a cheaper Game Pass tier that included advertisements before games. Okay, I could see that. That's fine. They're working with ad agencies to quote let advertisers place ads inside free to play Xbox games. As long as they're free to play. Yeah, I don't mind that because I I think people get – people kind of want things for free and no ads. You can't really do that. You got to have one or the other. You either got to pay for it or you get the ads because, I mean, nothing's free in this world, Austin. Everything costs a buck oh five. It does cost a buck oh five. What did you just say, Trey? Cost a buck oh five. No. You said a fuck oh five. (laughs) I think you combined (laughs) cost and buck. (laughs) A cucko five. Cucko five. <laughs> well, uh, we can move on to the final story I have before Trey tells me that there's more stuff to mm-hmm. add. Uh, Overwatch 2 director apologized for the game's big cancellation and explained what happened. Ooh, cancellation, though. I, I don't think that's accurate. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sounds like we got a debate. Ba-ba-ba-boom. What was that? It was supposed to be the like work a... done here was amazing, leaps and bounds above what we've built for PVA, PVE previously in our game, and I can't wait for our players to get their hands on them. We'll be sharing more details there in the coming weeks. This nice. was concerning the cancellation of Overwatch 2's hero missions and skill trees and talents and full campaign. It's yeah. pretty much a single player campaign, right? Uh, well, so hero missions were more, they were, so you'd have like basically talents and skill trees for each hero in the roster. There's 37 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were talking about like 50 skills per, you know, 37 heroes, which is a lot of freaking skills. Um, and basically it, you would play these missions and then they'd have different modifiers on them to essentially like make them replayable over time. Yeah. And then you could do builds for like, Oh, Reinhardt has this crazy build or like may can roll around in a giant snowball or something like that. They're kind of wacky and go... kind of fun, but they're all PVE. Can that go into the multiplayer like competitive or no? Is that a separate competitive? Thing? No, I think other modes they've already started to okay. add some of that in there with okay. some limited time events and stuff um and april Fool's stuff which is funny that they added the <laughs> traits and stuff that they yeah were like the fact that it was just like in the april fool's patch everyone was thinking like wait maybe these are some of the like skills and some of the traits that you're like adding to these characters and then you know a few april weeks Fools, later we're we get not doing this game yeah. yeah we're not doing this game no we're not doing it so yeah i mean I, I think there's like a lot of stuff going around about this. Um, you know, whole PVE like it's canceled. Um, I don't know. I'd like to kind of go through. I guess like a timeline. I'm guess like where they're at right now. If you guys are cool with it, I that. would love to hear this sure. from Detective Zach. Yes. Yeah. So so, I, 
a, a little bit about myself. I've I've played a I've played a lot of Overwatch. It's probably my favorite game. Probably the first like competitive game I really played too. I have over like twenty five hundred hours. I've played on teams. I've coached. I've like you know fit masters. But once you get up there, I'm like it's I think it's an play. understatement to say you've played a lot of Overwatch. Yes, I've played a lot of Overwatch. Um, now. Um, so I guess like going back, like Overwatch launched in in what like 2016, mm-hmm. um, and it it came out of uh, there was a, a game that they were working on that was codenamed Project Titan, right? That was a first person shooter MMO of sorts, and mm-hmm. so Jeff Kaplan, the old you know game director for the game, um, and a bunch of like a team of they're essentially they're called Team Four, that's what they're known as there. Um, at Activision Blizzard, it was a bunch of WoW devs and designers, yeah. essentially, right? Okay. Uh, so they are basically taking. So Bobby Kotick liked all these characters that they were making for the game, but they were like, "This game's too big a scope." But I like the characters. Make a game out of that instead. So that's what Overwatch launched as. Essentially, what they've kind of like considered as like more of an early version of this game. So right. you have like. So it's 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 launched in, in in 2016. You then have the Overwatch League, which is their competitive esports league, city based. So like I'm talking like Dallas Fuel, like you know, kind of like the NFL type thing. Activision had this like big um, thing about it, right? Because they were doing the same thing with Call of Duty. Was um, the Overwatch League an Activision? Priority, like absolutely was... okay. So it was not it, a Blizzard like, thing. It the feels game, like no, yeah, it was very, very executive. Yeah. Like it was pushed on them. Oh, let's do this thing. Esports is like the new thing, right? Like let's get in on it. And a lot of the resources went towards that, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. The inaugural season in in 2018, and not a whole lot's coming out for overall. Like every. I think, like, there's three heroes a year, about three maps a year, too. Uh, but, like, other than that, there's not a whole lot. There's not PvE in the game. It's really just PvP. They had some modes, but a lot of those modes, like Junkensteins and stuff, came out of people, like, just kind of doing things with the engine that, you know, like, in their free time and stuff and, like, screwing around with it, right? Um, and the engine was never really built for PvE. So when people were like, we want more of this, you know, like the archives missions and stuff like that, they were like, dude, we're straining the engine as much as possible. This isn't like what it was built for. It's not scalable, you know, right? Um, but a lot of things have happened over Overwatch's lifestyle. So like in 2018 also, so yeah, the inaugural season for Overwatch League, um, you had, so they own Bungie, right? Bungie announces a split from Activision, Wait. but they keep... When did Activision buy Bungie? Is that when 343 was formed? I believe so. I'm not entirely sure. Okay, I didn't realize... I thought Bungie had just gone solo. I did not realize they were part of Activision. It could have been a studio that they, like, obtained or something. I'm not 100% on that, but... But um, Doesn't Sony... I don't know if they own them all outright, but they have a partnership with Bungie now, right? Oh, they do? Yeah. Sony is, like... Maybe. That's very recently. Uh, Let me look at that exactly, okay? Yeah, but ahead. they keep they keep Destiny in the divorce essentially. Yeah. Right. Um. So they keep that. They do the same thing with Destiny too. They go they go with Destiny and then they're like, oh, we're gonna launch Destiny too with like less features and shit, right? Fewer um. In twenty eighteen, also, uh, Activision Blizzard lays off seven hundred and seventy five staff members despite record results in twenty eighteen. So that's eight percent of their staff, right? Um. And Bobby Kotick, the head of Activision Blizzard, 
um, he says, oh, we're going to focus on, like, live service gaming and franchises like, you know, Candy Crush Saga, COD, <laughs> you know, Overwatch, Warcraft, Diablo, Hearthstone. Mm -hmm. and Because Overwatch launched as a box model game, right? You pay 60 bucks for it or whatever at the time. It was like 30 and, Yeah, you, you pay something like that. And it, it was always on sale. Um, and then August 2019, um, Blizzard... Then so so fast forward so that's 2018 August 2019 Blizzard faces backlash for firing casters and banning Hearthstone players over Hong Kong support. Remember so all that yeah yeah there was this this big thing you know uh, a player comes on and it's basically like wearing a tear gas mask and you know like stuff like that and mm. like you know like pro pro Hong Kong. Um, Isn't they there fire a, bunch of a Chinese company that has like a 10% stake in Blizzard? Wasn't it? Uh, Tencent, uh, it could have been Tencent. I think it might Tencent have been. is they own they own like parts of Riot and stuff like that. I'm, right. Again, I'm not like 100 percent sure on all that, but they're like one of the biggest ones in the entire world. Mm. Um, and you know, Activision Blizzard actually lost all of their games over in the China region too recently. Yeah. So like, that's also like another price hit, which is probably also playing into this whole you know cancellation PV. You also have so then after that. That was August. Yeah, BlizzCon in, in what, like November um, of 2019. So they apologize what happened for, for Hong Kong. They announce what? They announced Diablo 4. They then announced Overwatch 2. They're going to, mm. quote unquote, redefine the sequel, right? And, you know, like, what the hell does that mean? And there was supposed to be a new hero that was released, and there wasn't. So, um, like, per the, the usual cadence. Diablo mobile game in all this. That was Diablo Immortal was it, right? it was released after for sure, but it was still in development. So okay. I think it was 2016, 2017. No people were pissed about that. Well, yeah, because they had the whole like, oh, don't you have phones, you know? And then <laughs> a few years later, you know, Diablo Four gets announced right. because that's what they really wanted, right? Yeah. Um, but but when they announced like Overwatch Two is like redefining sequel, like what does that really mean? So they essentially wanted to add this PVE portion of it, and PVE, you know, player versus environment. Um, it, I mean, you have like games that have like you know, you look at like old Call of Duty games or something. It's like you have like the Doom, multiplayer, and then you Doom have you know, campaign. Yeah. yeah, but like those are like still kind of considered campaigns. Like right, okay. PVE is more of like a MOBA term where like you have or not MOBA. I'm sorry, a, uh, an MMO. Uh, term like so i'm gonna be Warcraft, honest with you zach you know? i don't really think i know what it means so could you explain it <laughs> yeah no exactly right so uh, like yeah, yeah. i think that's that so so the backlash over this is more of the lies as to like oh you said this was coming but it's not and then also you're kind of like almost gaslighting us and thinking right. that like you promised something but like like we didn't really promise that because this is like pve and so they're kind of like throwing pve under this umbrella because if you look at like let's take halo for instance mm -hmm. halo has multiplayer and halo has a campaign right right is the campaign called pve no is the multiplayer called pvp no i mean maybe nowadays it is but like it those terms came from like mmos like World of Warcraft, for instance. Campaign feels to me much larger than PvE. Like, PvE feels like 
when you use that term, it's like, oh, here's a limited time temporary thing that you could pick up and play against mm-hmm. the computer. When I hear campaign, I hear I feel that's scripted. Like, yeah, full story. Yeah, story you know, scripted. Fifty hours yeah, or okay. something. Yeah. Well, I I think yes, one hundred percent. But I also think that it does have a place in some games, like an MMO. So, right. for instance, if I'm playing World of Warcraft and I'm like killing animals in you know like yeah or like i'm in a dungeon that's pve right because they needed to differentiate that because there's also like a competitive ladder for literally player versus player so like you could be in an arena as your world of warcraft characters fighting other world of warcraft characters and like you know they they had to differentiate the two um so they're kind of using it i think in a weird way in this situation um and so what, what did that mean it meant they were going to add a like you know, AAA campaign to the game. Um, it was going to be co-op. They were going to have hero missions, which are basically these missions that you can replay over and over again. They can have different enemies. You could be going through a map, and it's going through a different way this time. And, you know, things are changing. There's modifiers. Maybe the enemies do something different this time, you know. And then you also had, like, talents and these skill trees for each hero, which, you know, right now there's 37 heroes. So it's like someone did the math. It was something like... It was over like a thousand new abilities, essentially. Like it was something ridiculous. Well, Overwatch um, started with a skill tree, right? Like when it was in very early development, wasn't the idea that each hero, as you played through them, would acquire new abilities? Essentially, it's like Reapers' guns would just harm people at first, and then once you reached a certain level in competitive, then they would like start draining the life, and then after you reach another level, not to my knowledge, I, I know that's how like MOBAs work and stuff. I think like, I know how MOBAs work because there's this like power progression as right. you get old. Like you unlock more abilities, you get stronger in the late game. You know, there's something you're yeah. working up towards. Uh, um, I think it was scrapped pretty quickly on, but I think that there was an initial idea that each hero you would have like tiers that you would unlock, tiers of the kingdom. Yeah, maybe maybe like uh, Project Titan had like elements yeah. like that in it too. Um, but like. It, not only was this like PVE, but they also like wanted to do something like more ambitious. They wanted to like update the graphics. They wanted to update the sound design, the UI overhaul. Like, so they took the first game was literally just like a game that they kind of like crapped out, right? With like all these right. characters from this game that didn't exist. So they had to like just do something really quick. And they had this game one, it was like one of the only FPS games to ever get game of the year um, it was, it in a, a long time. It, for like two, yeah. maybe three years, it was like the game that, yeah like, ign like masterpiece it. like even yeah. years later they were like 10 out of 10 you know we're revisiting this like and uh but this also meant that not only do they have to do graphics sound ui overhaul like they needed to update the entire engine because they couldn't do the pve in the Dixie engine that they had right it was just kind of like spaghetti code it wasn't very scalable um right so like it wasn't built on this like free-to-play model that you're gonna like replay all the time right um and and then you have so not only did they announce this stuff, but at BlizzCon twenty nineteen they also said, Hey, we're gonna go dark and work on PvE and like Overwatch two for a while. And everyone's like, What the hell, dude? You haven't like really released anything from like yeah, the base game? Dark. Like, why do we even need this sequel? Yeah, you've been dark. Like you haven't really done anything and you've already like spent years like working on Overwatch League crap and like it, it, like wait, you know, what the hell? Like we want we want like stuff for the game. So then 2020 hits, you obviously had the pandemic, you know, how like Overwatch League um, rambles to move to like an online thing, even though they're being, they're like the city-based model is starting to fall apart essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they had pushed back the release of their new hero to 
April 14th, which was Echo. That was their last hero in Overwatch 1. Um, Yes. And uh, so they pushed it back. It was like late, like, you know, five, six months or something. Um, And nothing else. Nothing else was put into the base game. So even balance patches were scarce. Like, not nothing for months. And it was probably... The the game was left in, like, a really bad state. Uh, So, like, if you guys remember the GOATS meta which was like yeah. why they moved to the whole like roll queue thing to right. tank to support to to dps um it was because everyone would just run a bunch of tanks and a bunch of healers and they would just be like these death balls that never died mm-hmm. and it was really boring to watch um people said that the new meta double shield which was just like you shooting shields all day not really actually killing anything was even yeah. worse than that um and that's like what the game was left in and so 2021 comes around they're still not updating the game. They have the Activision Lizard lawsuit. I'm not going to go into that. It's a whole. It's like multiple freaking episodes long, yeah. probably. Um, and then in on 420, 2021, nice. yeah. Jeff Kaplan resigns along with some others from the Overwatch team, um, from Team Four. Dev starts to speak out, you know, like all this shit, right? Um, other people gotten like laid off and fired before that. Other executives, even from other games like Diablo and and Hearthstone and stuff too. Um, but they're still not updating a live game. So, like, what's happening? Pros are quitting Overwatch League. They're moving on to new games like Valorant, um, etc. Uh, you have streamers, content creators that are burnt out, and they're quitting because they're like, screw this. We're, ne- we're not getting any information about this new game. Um, and then they get, okay, Jeff leaves. Oh, shit. Uh, we're going to pivot. We are going to um, announce this closed beta, which was at the end of February. So they had a closed beta. You had to sign up for it, right? Um and then they announced later in the year early access, which was uh, October fourth, twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. Had a rocky launch a little bit. There was obviously some tech issues, uh, but it was a good one. They had like crazy, like influx of new players and like all this stuff. Moved to a free to play model, you know, all this stuff, right? So like we're in season four now. So like a lot's changed. We moved to five v five. There's been four new heroes that have been added to the game. There's a new mode, a few new maps. There's been balance updates, UI updates, quality of life stuff. You know, battle battle pass and and the whole like store for skins and like all that stuff and mm. and people bitched about it and you know they've iterated and made it you know more fair and you know stuff like that. Um, and then last Tuesday they announced. Well, before, well, I think what was keeping people going through all of that, you know, uh, turmoil was like. Hey, we're putting up with all this, you know, developing on the fly. We'll we'll play this kind of new game because, like, of the promise of like, oh, we're gonna have like a full campaign, like a full PVE yeah. thing that's like in the works, like, and we we get yep. this fun game in the meantime, and then we'll get like basically a whole other game that warrants an entire sequel coming up, and then last Tuesday. Yeah, but, well, because like, I mean, to that point too, like. Alyssa, for instance, like, okay, me, I love playing Overwatch PvP. I love playing competitive. Mm. I freaking, like, it's awesome. I like playing all the roles. Like, there's so many different heroes to master. Like, I like the game for what it is. Yeah. Now, Alyssa, on the other hand, she doesn't really like competitive games. So Mm. she gets her ass kicked. She gets steamrolled. She gets tilted. She's like, I don't want to play this game. This game's stupid. Like, it's too sweaty. Like, that's not what I want to do on, like, a cool Friday night. Like, I just want to chill out and play a cool game with my friends, you know? And PVE is like that thing that you always held on to for this game. That is like, that's how you get, you know, you have the hardcore players, you have these like casual players too. And so like Blizzard kind of wants to do both at the same time, but it's like, it's really hard to do both at the same time. Right. Like, and, and so I was really looking forward to it too, 
because you know i want to play more with her i want to play more with my friends and i just want to like explore and just like have fun because like i've played the competitive version of this game and you know i'm kind of burned out well and um blizzard or the overwatch team is good at making pve they've made yeah. lots of like the holiday events are great i love Junkenstein's revenge i love the christmas stuff and they would turn that stuff out really quickly like they would just kind of for new holidays would spit a new pve camp not campaign but but you play it for like a week though like right. or a few days and yeah. then it's over and i think that's like what they were trying to do with pve is like they want something missions changing every single day mm -hmm. um they wanted the modifiers to also just make them different like maybe you yeah. go through the map this way and then a different way and then this way and then you have different enemies and you have different types and you can play different difficulties and you have different skills and like and then there's story like added to it because there's no story even though all these characters are so rich and well that's what we mentioned such... last week is that like there's there's no game that has more wasted potential like wasted lore basically it's so the characters yeah. are so well rounded there's such a good base like a core of a story there that they've never fleshed out and this would be the perfect opportunity for it that could lead into shows movies merchandising yeah. tie-ins and stuff there's been so many like you have like freaking castlevania and, and like riot and yeah. and dota and like all this stuff that like they've made you know like league of legends like all this stuff that just have oh they've leaned into these shows it's like yeah. just a missed opportunity right well, this feels like um, a squandered opportunity for with great characters yeah and so yeah they have books and shit but, like people don't want to read that crap yeah. like um <laughs> who reads and, books and I started to read like the recent Sojourn one, and it's cool, but it's just like, nah, I don't know. It's just yeah. kind of like, oh, it's just yeah. Overwatch black. fluff. That's why. Uh, okay, no, she's an Omnic, but not. Um, and so okay, Tuesday, May sixteenth, they twenty twenty three. They post a tweet, which so this is the worst part, I think. <laughs> they like post a tweet that says, text. "Join us." as we share more details about everything planned for 2023, including new events, PVE, new <laughs> heroes, new maps, and more. Watch on Twitch. I guess they no didn't... more PVE is an update yeah. about PVE. It is, but like they didn't announce anything about this. They said <laughs> that something was going to come out like the Friday before, and it never did. Mm -hmm. um, but like that's what happened. And they also released a roadmap that came with it for all these different seasons, which I'll get into a little bit after this, but like it looked promising. And I watched the stream. Oh my God. So they just released this Star Watch event in the recent season. So we're in season Star four, Wars right? Thing. Yeah. I dude, the cosmetics phenomenal. Yeah. They repurpose Horizon lunar colony okay but they reskin the entire thing it looks like this like dark like sinister kind of like sith lord uh map they have like new voice lines they have like all this like cool stuff and art that's going along with it but they don't like the mode itself was just like uh it was like four cp instead of like two cp like or assault like it was just like a repurpose i don't know it was they had, like, PvE elements, like, Doomfist fought alongside of, like, the Alliance type thing. And uh -huh. it's, like, he just went in and just died immediately. <laughs> it was just <laughs> kind of, like, it was kind of lame. Um, and then the the defending team had, like, turrets and, you know, and you can only pick through, like, for, like, a cast of heroes. Um, but there was, like, some kind of alternate universe storyline going along with it. But it was really cool. But, like, you just play it for a few times and then you're kind of, like, done with it. It was the gameplay was lacking. Right. And so... This stream was about, like, I don't know. It was probably around, like, an hour long. Dude, like, 
40 minutes of this thing was like all about Star Watch. And we're like, dude, you guys have already released this thing. Why are you telling us about Star Watch? This isn't about like all the stuff that you promised in the tweet. This is a. like when Nintendo Direct will have 40 minutes of anime games and then like, here's a two minute Tears of the Kingdom yes. trailer. Yeah, that's exactly what happened with this. And it's like, cool, we're getting to hear about it. But like, do this like when you're launching Star Watch or something. Don't yeah. do it right now. Um, because yeah, I want to know what goes into it, but this is just not the time and place to do this. And then... 10 minutes of them literally being like, so, yeah, so we decided, I mean, it's been a good time, and, you know, we decided this about a year and a half ago, you know, there's not enough resources to, like, update a live game and PvP at the same time as working on a full campaign, a talent system, skill trees, with no, like, real finish line in sight. Um, we don't really have the resources for it. And you're like, what? And they're like, sorry, you know? And it's just like, what does that mean? So, like, they're not doing any of this shit that they promised. So, and the fact that they said, like, a year and a half ago, well, when was the freaking yeah, beta? The, the early access out. launch, It seems like right? they never so, like, intended to do any of it. Yeah, and they just kept leading us mm -hmm. on. So that's what people are pissed off about. They're pissed off about these, like, lies about, like, dude, you guys just, like, let us on to get people hooked and then, like, you know pivoted from an which outsider's perspective that's what it looks like it looks like they wanted a way they knew there would be no way to add a monetization model to a game people had already played uh had already paid for so they make a new game and promise something they know they won't deliver on so then then they can attach the monetization with the promise that the full other game is coming mm-hmm kind of half-ass work on it be like oh we don't have the resources we have to cancel but now you're paying for that game that you were playing for free before and i don't know if that was their intention that's just the way it comes off from the outside I, so from from what's come out and i'm gonna read an article from their apology because it's basically been all hands on deck for their pr team yeah um and uh, essentially I mean, when you talk about an engine rebuild and, like, revamp, like, they're literally, like, building this thing, not from the ground up, but, like, pretty damn closely. That's why yeah. when the game first came out, it was missing features that the first game had, right. right? Like, because they were like, oh, yeah, so the new engine broke all of that. And it was just <laughs> like, okay, cool, it looks great, it sounds great, mm -hmm. you know, like, 5v5's great, UI looks cleaner, awesome, but, like you're missing stuff. And it was because like, they were just working on these skill trees and they've posted stuff this week or stuff is like leaked since then of like what they were working on from a skill tree perspective. It's robust. Like I'm at, it actually made me more sad to see what they were working on yeah. because I was like, this is what it could be. It's like how and, you get more sad when someone who's like 24 dies than when a baby dies. Cause it's like, the twenty-four year old had already had a baby. You can't, you can't marry the baby. Right. You can't yeah. marry the baby. It's like yeah. the baby hadn't done anything yet. It hadn't built up this whole life. It's like we'll just get another one. But like a twenty-four year old right. prime of their life. Sorry to all the Jeez, women dude. who are miscarriages. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. I don't know that you can. An it's, odd. I I kind of know what you're saying. You right. know, it's, it's like very a, dark. An old person, if they die, like oh, they lived a full life. A baby, if they die, like they didn't live anything. There's nothing wasted. But okay. like someone in the prime of their life, when they go. That's a yes. lot of wasted stuff. And that's exactly yeah, what so, they're saying. Yeah, it's, uh, that's Austin a metaphor. So I, I think, so this, coming back to what we're talking about. Um, so, like, the, 
So in the apology letter, there, let, let me read something. I think that gives a little, like, it's a few paragraphs that gives some good insight. Okay. To, I guess. Well, this is like a formal reason. So this was written letter. by the, so it's called Director's Take, reflecting okay. on the future of Overwatch 2. <laughs> um, and so this is written by, and I don't know if it's actually written by him, but I'm sure he's had some say in it. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, by uh, Aaron Keller, which is essentially the replacement for Jeff for Kaplan. Jeff? Okay. Um, and so, so this is in the middle. So it says, uh, to give you some context for this change, I'd like to talk about the past and the origins of Team 4. <laughs> team 4 being the team that works uh-huh. on you know, Overwatch. The Overwatch team was founded in the wake of a canceled game at Blizzard called Project Titan. The game had many facets, but at its heart, it was an FPS MMO. Uh, the Overwatch team, especially at its inception, considered itself an MMO development team. As we transitioned away from that original concept and started creating Overwatch, we included plans to one day return to that scope. We had a crawl, walk, run plan. Overwatch was the crawl. A dedicated version of PvE was the walk. And an MMO was the run. It was built into the DNA of the team early on. And some of us considered that final game a true realization of the original vision of Project Titan. When we launched Overwatch in 2016, we quickly started talking about what that next iteration could be. Looking back at that moment, it's now obvious that we weren't as focused as we should have been on a game that was a runaway hit. Instead, yeah, instead, we stayed focused on a plan that was years old. Work began on the PvE portion of the game, and we steadily continue shifting more and more of the team to work on those features. Things rarely go as planned in game development. We struggled to find our footing with the hero mission experience early on. Scope grew. We were trying to do too many things at once, and we lost focus. The team built some really great things, including hero talents, new enemy units, and early versions of missions, but we never were able to bring it all together. Uh... We were never able to bring together all the elements that needed in order to ship a polished, cohesive experience. We had an exciting but gargantuan vision, and we were continuously pulling resources away from the live game in an attempt to realize it. I can't help but look back at our original ambitions for Overwatch and felt like we used the slogan of crawl, walk, run to continue to march forward with a strategy that just wasn't working. It's it's like that's fine, but don't sell us a bill of goods that like that that was going to be assured. It, it's like yeah, sometimes like you get into a game de- development and it falls apart. Uh, that's normal, but don't be like, hey, everyone pay for pay, not for, but pay for this new game basically because this thing we know isn't going to work is going to come with it and then just basically pull the rug out from under people and leave them with the same game that they're they're now pay monthly for yeah it's i is this why Jeff i think left yes so this is a uh, i mean from what's been leaked so now devs and people have been talking mm-hmm. uh it's essentially why he left yes okay that, that was his vision. It was always his vision. And maybe that's why. Like, I love Jeff. I think he did great for the game. Um, even the other Jeff, uh, Jeff 
shit. I don't know. Healy? He was the original hero design. No. <laughs> Jeff Goodman. He was the head of the oh, hero Goodman. design team. Um, and he left right when early access hit. He was like, okay. I'm going to see this through, but I'm leaving. Um, and I think it was because that is what their vision initially was. And when they were told that it wasn't going to be that anymore, mm-hmm. that they needed to scale back and pivot, they left. And so they did say, um, so they are basically, they're still, so in season six, so we're in season five or season four right now in season six, they're releasing story missions as seasonal content. Okay. They are not having the skill trees. They're not having the talent trees and stuff like that, right? And the talents, um, they're not having these replayable hero missions, but they're having story missions that they've already developed. And they're repurposing those things as basically smaller bite-sized seasonal events that go along with it. And then the seasons are going to be themed around those story missions. Mm -hmm. So like season five, they said they're adding something called quest watch, which is a limited time event. Some other event called mischief and magic. There's going to be a cinematic reveal. They're going to bring back the summer games. Um, There's going to be a five B five mini competitive season. So like team versus team. And you have a rank based off of your team instead mm-hmm. of just individually. Um, the on-fire system returns, and there's going to be some creator workshop modes that are going to be highlighted and, and stuff like that from the community. Um, season 6, they're going to be adding all these story missions, or at least a few off the bat. The question is, though, are they going to be replayable? Am I just going to play them for a day? There's going to be some high-score stuff that you can do. Yeah, like you once know, you get cool. the story and the lore, like why go back and replay it? I guess in a few seasons or a few years, maybe we have a full campaign based off of all these story missions that are, you know, kind of spoon fed through us over time. But I mean, think of it as like a TV show. If you get an episode or two a month, are you going to like keep watching the the, the show? You're probably going to forget about it and move on. Right. And so um, season six, though, you're also getting a new support hero. You're getting something called Flashpoint, which is a new mode. Okay. Game mode, which is going to be accompanied by new maps. You're going to get something called Hero Mastery. Flash is able to save his uh, no. save his mom. No. <laughs> I no, think it's a spinoff of of Call of Duty's hardpoint mode, where you had like an objective that would move around, mm, okay. and you have to be on it to score points, and then it'll move around the map. But I only ever played Team Deathmatch, so yeah, I mean that's basically all I played too. Um, and then when I was feeling really crazy, I played freaking hardcore Search Whoa. and Destroy. Ugh. I always like Gun Game. I was a big fan of Gun Game. Gun, oh, dude, Gun Game's great. Yeah. What? Um, they're adding something called Hero Mastery, so each hero is going to have like, you know, little trials and things that you can, you know, basically learn the heroes with their abilities and have like high scores. So okay, that's cool. They're redoing the whole training range to be some sort of new firing range. Cool. There's going to be a new player progression system. Overwatch anniversary and more and then season seven and beyond they're saying there's gonna be a new tank hero a new collaboration event like the one punch man one yeah um new control map new winter event new hero mastery missions uh a roadhog rework a sombra rework um fan favorite modes of return which i don't know what that is a new cinematic uh competitive mystery heroes it's going to return and then there's going to be a lore codex that ties into what you learn from the story mission so if it's anything like what they're doing with Destiny 2, where they have like story missions per season, again, Destiny, it's like you're just kind of playing a nobody, I guess, mm-hmm. right? Like these characters, you're playing like actual real they're people. Like Reinhardt is so, yeah, it's like they have a backstory. Reinhardt comes from somewhere, he was born somewhere, type thing, right? And 
so in Destiny, they have kind of like a lore codex, but people got really mad. They just had to like read everything. Um, By the so, way, Bungie is, is. They are now a parent company of Sony, but they are an independent company. Like they are keeping their independence, but they're. Gotcha. It's like Sony's their parent. Yeah. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Here's what I want so to know, Zach. That's the gist of it. How is this going to impact the Overwatch porn community? That's the most. Because um, that is a thriving community. Well, now if they have, like, the story mission in, like, Rio de Janeiro, then, yeah, you can have, like, Widowmaker in Rio de Janeiro. Ooh, sexy uh, yeah, so more assets for Overwatch porn. Assets. So I think it's going to be phenomenal, um, you know, especially as they update the... Because that's really what we up. care about with Overwatch. I mean, honestly, it's kind of carrying... It carried Overwatch 1 for a while. It kept it relevant. <laughs> the porn community? <laughs> I mean, all jokes aside, a little bit, yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's why Kirby is still around today. Oh, because of the porn community. Yeah, it's true. It is true. Well, but Zach, thank you for this it's, shocking it's tough. expose yeah. on your favorite you, game. Zach. I'm sorry you're so sad about it. I mean, I kind of expected it. I I thought. I mean, like, did you get fleeced like the rest of us? Uh, I didn't have high hopes. I know. So. <laughs> I think there are some silver linings. and So I'm huffing the copium and the hopium of yeah. Overwatch like no other. I know that. I understand. Um, this has been the biggest hit to that, you know, allocation of copium that I've had. Um, but I've heard a lot of takes over the week. And, I mean, ultimately, yeah, we're not getting the skill trees, which is, I think, the coolest part. Like, I wasn't even that stoked about the story mission stoked yeah. about like turning may into a freaking snowball that runs through right. enemies and you know playing with fiance and stuff like that right like i think with the story missions though blizzard does have a level of polish at least with overwatch um that if they have been working on this for years i'm hoping that they put their best foot forward with like the first few story missions um that's my hopium that i'm like huffing uh and then people are like well i mean they're pretty creative with some of their modes and some of their stuff like that too um and like maybe since they'll be smaller in scope they can do more creative things with it mm -hmm. rather than being some like big you know grand you know single player or i guess it would probably be co-op uh campaign that you know you got to stick to a certain you know thing for and like they seem to have fun, like the April Fool patches. Like those patches are freaking fun. Like people are like, yeah. "Keep this as a real mode. It's awesome," you know. But like, they don't do it. And I think maybe this is just like another element to. to I mean, time will tell, right? Like right. we could get to season six and it'd be the worst thing ever, you know. And and so my hopes aren't high. Would it be a big um, hit to your hopium if Overwatch came out and tweeted that Overwatch never even existed in hmm. the first place, and everything you've ever played was just a dream I had a good time in my dream man <laughs> oh, that's okay. some good people that's a good way to look that's a good at way it. to look at it no I, I've I've been on the, the overwatch downslope I mean I, it still always brings me back though like yeah I be I could be playing Zelda but sometimes I'm just like I just want to play a few games overwatch and then yeah. next thing you know it's like you know midnight and I'm like shit I didn't play any Zelda today it just reminds Zach of a good year with racist Vine compilations and Trump getting elected, and 
what, what a year it was. That's when we oh. we'd watch Emmy Soccer for hours <laughs> on it. <laughs> Actually, I didn't play Overwatch until uh, season five of Overwatch. Oh, 1. that's right. Yeah, um, you didn't start playing. Oh, yeah, until you moved into the house. Yeah, that's really it. Because I <laughs> I moved to Russia right when Trump got elected, and then yeah. I tried to play it on my Xbox, but the Wi-Fi was so bad. We had one shared <laughs> router for the entire apartment. Oh my god. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it it wasn't good. Damn. Not good, so I couldn't play it. Unplayable. Well, thanks but... again to our investigative reporter, Zach, you, with Zach. a Q, Dayton. Thank you. Yeah, I Thank just you. wanted to clear some things up. Cause well, like, you did. People yeah. are just freaking out. I mean, when you got some like bigwig content creators that never played it before, too, talking about, like, it's all canceled. It's like, it's not 100% canceled. It's just different scope. and Yeah, yeah. it's just a shell of its former self. It is, and it's sad. And they delivered it in a very poor way. And if they knew it for so long, it's like, just be fucking transparent, man. Well, like, I don't like. <laughs> I know it'll cheer you up. We got a few Twitter questions, don't we? Trey? We do. Or yep. maybe we should. Uh, oh, it's getting late. Uh, we can we can do a few. I think we'll run through them. I'll do the thing where I individually ask each one of yeah. you the questions. Perfect. Late on us. I think. Jenny well, I gotta pull them up. Chimed in. She did. All right, we're gonna start. Uh, we'll st- I assume this is for Trey. Trey, can you still run a 530 mile? I think that was TC, <laughs> not me. I never claimed I could run a 530 mile ever. If, have... you were, if we timed you, <laughs> no. how fast do you think you could run a mile Probably, right uh, Trey uh, has yeah. trouble standing still yeah. sometimes. No. Like on, the, on the curb next to the street. I don't think he could run a 530 no, mile. No, could not. What do you think your mile time is right now? A lot. It's half not a hour? good answer. No, not half an hour. I've, I've been on the treadmill. You think you're a sub nine minute mile? I'm gonna say twelve. I can do nine minutes. Oh, okay. around that track four times. Yeah, <laughs> that's a games cast challenge. A challenge. Okay, write that down, Austin. Okay, Trey. Trey said he could do, he a, could nine do a, a nine minute mile. mile. I'll sure. time him on the treadmill. Try I'll, it. I'll drive next to you as you jog down the and street. And eating a hot. You have to eat a hot dog. Why you have to be. Trey actually would probably favorite... be better. If it was a beer mile. One of my favorite <laughs> tropes in like sports movies, usually they're kids' sports movies, is the coach who, who is like eating on the sideline. Oh, yeah. Like eating a hot dog or a pizza or a burger. Or a cheerleader. Next week we will have the hey. audio of Trey's nine-minute mile. We'll do it. Uh, Austin, what's your favorite Nintendo franchise? <sighs> it's such a close tie between Zelda. Zelda and Pokemon, but I think Zelda takes the edge. Zelda. Even though... Pokemon Red is my favorite game. I think Zelda is my favorite franchise. Uh, Zach, Jenny Pancakes asks, have you built a penis in Tears of the Kingdom yet? (laughs) I have not, but I've watched a lot of videos (laughs) about penis building, and I can't wait after I've, you know, accumulated all that knowledge to build... Probably the biggest penis Knowledge. I can possibly build. He means yep. come. Trey, top three non-human video game characters that you would bang. Go. <laughs> um, non-video game? Non-human. No, no, no. Oh, non-human. Non-human. Okay, non-human. Non-human. <laughs> non-human video. Okay, I see. Um, well, Kirby, obviously. Yeah. Uh, 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 who was the who was the uh, alien we were we were uh, crushing on in Mass Effect? Oh, the blue alien, the Asari. No, and, uh, no, no. I'm thinking of Otali? Garrus. Garrus. Oh, you're Garrus. Yeah, okay, Garrus, well, fuck Garrus. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of non-human characters. Necromorph. I'd fucking necromorph. Uh, uh, big Daddy. No. Uh, does the big big 
boob vampire lady count? <laughs> She's a vampire. Yeah. So uh, all right, her. Um. I think she was a human though at some point. Yeah, but she's not anymore. No. Not yeah, anymore. vampires like are a different species. Yeah. Uh, fuck her. Um, <laughs> Birdo. Birdo. That's three. Okay. <laughs> Austin, what is your favorite game of 1999? 1999. That's a year after Ocarina. I'm gonna say the Gex Game Boy game. I played the shit out of that. Zach, what's your favorite game from 2004? From 2004? Yeah. Uh, ooh. Dang. Uh, man, The Sims 2, Halo 2, Unreal Tournament 2004. Ooh. Uh, Tony Hawk's Underground? Man, I would probably say I put the most time into... Unreal Tournament 2004. Really? Wow, that's yeah. a real underdog pick. I yeah. love it. Yeah. That's a deep cut. Uh, Trey, what's your favorite idea? game of 2007? Uh, let's see. Wii Sports. Oh, man. You have Bioshock, Mario Galaxy, Portal. Uh, Dang, you got a good year. Yeah, that yeah. is a good year. Halo Zelda? 3, Phantom Hourglass. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mass Effect. Jeez, uh, this is a lot. Um... Why don't you pick one instead and name them all? Let's go with... <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Mario Galaxy. Probably a good choice. Yeah. Cool. Maybe uh, and then, uh close second. Austin, what's the most frustrating boss you can remember playing and roughly how many attempts did it take you to beat? Yeah, Austin. I'm going to exclude uh, Dark Souls and Elden Ring bosses from this just because they're all like that and they're all non-rememberable because they're so frustrating um i'm gonna say the i think his name is talus or tallus from metroid prime it's this big rock monster uh that when i was in middle school took me like a week to beat of just constant dying and moving back and forth and then i figured out you could just use the x-ray visor to see the spots you're supposed to hit uh and then i won immediately nice uh, and then finally, Zach, what's your favorite engage game? <laughs> engage game? Uh, God, yeah, dude, your... these kids on my hockey team had the engage, and the only one I played was just like the Splinter Cell game. Oh, I remember. I just remember playing that one. That's just impressive that they even had one. Yeah, no, they were like the rich kids on the team, and like they like invited. We were like at some hotel for some like hockey tournament and they're like come to the room we have two engages and i was like what and so they played on one while they played on the other and i was like mom i want one and she's like no it's just too expensive this is a nokia thing right do you know what the percentage of engages they had were versus how many were sold like 10 percent no no no. they sold five thousand. that's wow what oh lordy Ooh, and 800 in the UK. Insane. <laughs> it's like the Game Boy Micro. Uh, and critics have suggested that Nokia was counting the number of decks shipped to retailers, not actually purchased. <laughs> God. Uh, oh. But yes, uh, did you know that there was an Elder Scrolls game for it? What? No. Yeah. Elder Scrolls Travels Shadow Key. Origins. So there you go. The Reckoning. So there you go. 
Lovely. Thank you, Zach, for coming on. Thanks to all fun. of our listeners yeah, for informative. submitting questions. Yes, thank you to all the listeners. Thank you, Connor, for compiling all the news. Compiling. Compiling. And Austin, thank you for whatever it is you do. Uh, remember to cut that section out earlier. Where you talked where about... Where you said the racist stuff. <laughs> where you talked <laughs> about, you know, like uh, eugenics and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do that. All right. Uh, we'll be back... We'll be back next week for more fun and yucks and Zelda. Yep. Goodbye. Uh, it's a beautiful feeling to come into a cave. It is. Bye. I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet In the summertime These visions I can change them Sort and rearrange them A world of understanding which you have never seen before I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall In the summertime How could I make you understand we are radiant beams of light Shining bright even when we are small In the fall mm, This is where it picks up. The snare coming in. Feels good. Gets you hyped. People know the chorus by this point, so they can sing with you and you go, I had a dream that I was breathing your house in the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall when when was it in the summertime these visions I can change them sort and rearrange them a world of understanding which you have never seen before I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall In the summertime